0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host today, Rhonda Cimarelli. On my show today, I have a really special guest. Now, her name is Kim Guillory, and she is from Louisiana. And the reason I invited Kim on my show today is because I've had a chance to get to know her a little bit more on a personal level over the last six months. And her story has been very inspiring to me. And I wanted you, my listeners, to be able to hear a little bit more about what it's like to really take that ownership and start truly designing and creating a life that you love and that you're so excited about. So, Kim, are you with me today? I am here. Hi, Rhonda. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, so, Kim, I am... I, you heard my introduction with you. Um, you're very inspiring. And the little bit that you and I have had a chance to get to know each other over the last six months or so, you've really taken ownership of your life. And I know that you've been doing some really exciting things. And I'd love for you to just kind of start off there and share with my listeners um, maybe a little bit about you or what you're doing today or even something that you're super excited about. Could you do that for us?
1: Sure. I am super excited about a lot of things, life in general. So um, I've been in business for 20-something years, and I've recently moved into the online platform with my coaching business. And I'm having like a ball. It's really fun. Um, I've just published a book called The Punchline Approach. Um, I'm one of the transformation teachers on Transformation TV, which is an online platform. And I am a leader for whole body wellness retreats.
0: Wow, that is a lot of stuff, and uh, I can tell a lot to be excited about. So I tell you what, let's take a moment, and let me ask you this. So you've moved into the online coaching platform, and you've just released a book called The Punchline Approach. What is The Punchline Approach? The Punchline Approach is a simple, practical,
1: and applicable approach, to pretty much any sort of transformation in your life you can use it towards weight loss towards relationships um towards it could be bis- towards business um it's basically five steps of action which is the punch and then line is the um the results so do you want me to go into the steps like just real quick each each one, just kind of what it's about? Sure. We would love to
0: simple, hear those. Oh, we would love to hear those. Absolutely. Okay. So it's I am a simple practical
1: person, so this is my way of just getting to the punchline. Um <laughs> in every situation is always coming into presence first. And then unveiling truth. Um so we gotta get to, we gotta unveil or uncover and remove the stories that have been since birth that that come up so that we can get to the truth. And then we begin to navigate through those doubts, fears, um, stories, whatever it is that's been holding us back in our life. And then we can create our future self. And then after creating the vision of what it is that you want to manifest and bring into your future, we walk into the how-to process, which is a simple C-step process of how to set goals And get to reach the goals. And then the line, which is the result part of the book, is your life's legacy. What is it that you want, that you've come to conquer, come to leave behind? And integrating all parts of yourself with your service. And then revealing the natural essence of who you are and living that way through ease and flow. That's the punchline. I
0: love it. Really simple and
1: um, and effective. I've used it for. A lot of my coaching clients, I've used it for myself. I've used it for writing the book, for moving um, through this business
0: transition for myself. I love it. A simple and practical uh, navigation, if you will, for life and for personal transformation. Well, in your coaching uh, program, tell me uh, with your clients, who do you love? Like, what do you love most about your coaching? What do you love most about love. what you do i
1: simply can't put out the passion that i have for helping people it's what i'm here for it's what makes me happy whole fulfilled <laughs> That's, i love connecting and creating community um, and awakening possibilities in others to help them go beyond self-doubt and fear and each person that i can help makes my world a better place
0: Oh, that is so special. That's what I love about my job as well. And that's the whole goal of this podcast show, right, is to uh, reach out to other people, share an inspiring story. And you are truly, as I said, taking ownership of making life your own. So with that being said, let's back up just a little bit. Was there a specific time or event that happened in your life that led you into this direction?
1: Yeah, pretty much my whole life. <laughs> so i had pretty a little rough start. Um and I had to do a lot of self discovery. Um coming to um awareness and getting through depression and um misery and fear and self doubt and just all of these things that just kept holding me back and it was um it was a need to be accepted, to be um approval abandon I had like some abandonment issues. So it was anything to find a sense of belonging. And I just kept finding myself just scratching the surface of just getting by. Um, And I went into a pretty deep depression. And so through all of the the self-help books and my self-help journey and um, all of the teachers and other leaders, you know, just 30 plus years of really trying to figure this out, I've come to a place where I'm really comfortable. And I feel like I've overcome self-doubt self-sabotage through self-awareness and self-care.
0: That's amazing. Let me ask you this. Uh, I want to take it just a little bit deeper because I know there are so many people that are still in depression who probably need to have that self-discovery. Can you tell us a little bit more about what your life was like, what you were experiencing or why it was not maybe what was causing it to be difficult, but how it was making you feel? that. You were able to figure out, I need to get out of this.
1: Feeling very stuck. It was really, really dark, um, lonely, isolating. Um, and I just couldn't, I would get little glimpses of light, but I just couldn't get the lights to stay on. I would just stay into this darkness. And it's, I'm, um, I assume it came from way back um, through, even just coming into the world, um, and with with abandonment from the start. Um, I, the best way I can explain it is saying: deep, dark, lonely, isolated, not belonging, not accepted, not approved of. Um, and I mean, I I I was working, I had a business, and. Um, over the years that at one point, I did uh, marry and have a family and but I couldn't shake that feeling. I couldn't get rid of that deep core sense of not belonging or not finding my place.
0: Mm, I that wonder I'm sure that there's so many other people that can feel that way. So, if I hear your story correct, although it almost sounds like an internal struggle because you did have a business and you did have a family. Would you say that you were functional with that business and family, where you have finding yeah, any success? Up.
1: I did. I showed up. I showed up every day for everyone else. Um, that gave me my sense of belonging and sense of appreciation. Um, you know that that I needed um, that validation of just just giving giving something. Do you know to be worthy? Should I say? of anything, like anything I could provide or do gave me that sense of worthiness. And so I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it until I depleted myself. Um, and that continued to happen over the years. And this is over, I mean, I was on like crazy antidepressants and stress medicine and something to sleep. And so, you know, I was like looking for answers all over the place. And so I was functional. I've, I've, I ran the business through the whole entire thing. I raised five children. Um, um, I've been married for 26 years, so all of that, so yeah, on a functional level, you could say I was, but it, I still had that that missing piece inside of me that I would say lack of wholeness or fulfillment or satisfaction It's just so empty and void.
0: So tell us how you started taking those first steps to get where you are today.
1: Self-help books would probably be my, my number one go-to. Um, I've always had a pretty intimate spiritual life where I would journal or, you know, I would just do a lot of internal work and I would get that, the, the constellation, those little senses of, um, a belonging that I was looking for or acceptance or some, some aha moments like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I got this. And then I would fall back down again. Um, I, I did silent retreats. I had a lot of teachers, coaches, um, a strong drive to figure it out. I won't mm-hmm. even say a strong drive to live because honestly, I didn't want to. Um, it, it took a lot. It was more of a I had to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I was very resilient and I used a lot of grit to figure it out. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Look at all these other people living. They seem to be doing fine. Why can't I figure this out? And so I just went digging and digging and digging, and I would fall down and I would get back up. So grit mm -hmm. and resilience, I would say is what it took to, to truly push through it.
0: Grit and resilience. I, I love how you describe that because I can imagine that there are a lot of women, a lot of people, but especially a lot of women out there who can probably relate to that on some level, showing up because you have to um, okay. for your family, for your job, um, looking from the outside, you look like you're functioning, right? You look like you're right. doing okay. Um, right. But it's that inside, that uh, inner self that's just so, could we say devastated maybe? Yeah,
1: broken, felt broken, mm-hmm. um, felt disconnected. And it was definitely a disconnection. That's the realization I came to. I am disconnected from myself.
0: Mm. That's amazing, and, and they, I can relate to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that the part of the loneliness was like disconnecting from myself, from God, from Source, and mm. it was all inside of my thoughts, inside of my head. Right? That's that. Mm-hmm. That's what I teach now.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you're so. You know, I I know again, you're not the only one, but thank you so much for um, being open and sharing this. Because when I was experiencing something very similar, that's pretty much how I describe it, too, just feeling very disconnected. Uh, Wasn't really miserable, you know, didn't, uh, from the outside looking in, it looked like pretty good life, actually. Um, But there's something to be said about listening to your heart. Right. About what feels right and where you're supposed to be in life, because this is how we truly grow. And now look at you. You have grown and you have empowered yourself and uh, you've raised five children. So let me just ask you, because somebody might be wondering, too, what are the ages of your children now from what to what? Oh geez. I don't know age. This is gonna sound <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, well, from what, 90- are they, what do they
1: range from? <laughs> from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety four was when they were born. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so my youngest <laughs> so is in my young I can't tell you mine either, so it's not anything personal. <laughs> my youngest is twenty three. Um and I have nine grandbabies. I actually have a new grandbaby.
0: Oh, those are precious. Okay. You know, well, that's <laughs> a huge sorry. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I bring this up, Tim, is because, um, as we know on the show, I do um, like to talk to women, especially moms, and you have definitely qualified for that, you know, the mompreneur raising the five children. You had your business. What kind of business were you running when your children were smaller?
1: I started off as a tanning and nail business and moved into hair. Then I moved in. Then at this point is when I started really realizing I was having physical trouble. Um, I started getting mm-hmm. sick. And so then I moved into fitness. And again, I'm always trying to figure out how to help myself, right? So I'm thinking, well, if I need this, someone else needs this. And mm-hmm. so from the fitness business, I moved into health coaching and yoga. And like it just continued to grow from there until I actually grew out of the hair and nail Canning business and move strictly into yoga and wellness. Cause I do feel like that is the place that I'm meant to help people. Mm. So, um, now, I, I can't, I can't help you with this with my children. Um, so I had all five kids at home at one. <laughs> I guess that was the hardest part is I, um, I married someone who had three children and I had one. Okay. So, but I was like 21 years old And so by the time I was 24, I had five children. So I didn't really have a lot of um, trying to figure out how to raise a child because I only had six months with one child. (laughs) So that's why it was so big of a deal for me to figure out, right? It kind of came so fast. And all of a sudden... And uh, my upbringing, I was not raised by a family, by parents, by, I was like just trying to work all this out and figure it all out at the same time and keep myself alive, right? To to feed these children and these people and this job. Pretty interesting journey. I don't want to go back. If I did something wrong, <laughs> then God forbid I'm moving on, you know, me. <laughs> but you know, never want to go back and do that again. That was 26 years of trying to figure it out, keep us all alive and function.
0: Well, if you were going to give one tip to the mom who might be landed in something very similar to your shoes, maybe got thrown into a situation or has many children very quickly, might feel like she's struggling and, you know, just that survival. Do you have any tips that you could share with her if she's listening?
1: Always come into presence. Mm. That's the perfect place. Everything is perfect in presence. That's where the grace is at. That's where that's where everything is at. Because when we're in depression and when we're in anxiety, you think about we're in the past or we're in the future. It's always about something mm-hmm. that we're regretting or so that we didn't do or something that we didn't have or something that we're comparing to. But when we're in presence, you have the grace for that moment. Everything is always that, in perfect
0: timing. That's beautiful advice. Be present right here right now because that's where the good stuff happens. Right. All right, ladies, First did you chapter hear that? of the book. Without <laughs> presence,
1: we go nowhere. We can't. You know, it's like we have to be present for self-awareness. Mm-hmm. We have to be present for self-care. We have mm-hmm. to, we have to come into that space of breathing and knowing and being. Mm-hmm that's the place where that's we can right. receive that's the place where we can ask for what we need
0: and kim let me ask you this where you are now is it or is it not true that if you don't take care of you who will it's your job how
1: especially if you're in in any part of service because most people get you know their worthiness from what they do and what what are the people mm-hmm. i myself let me speak for myself and i can't Serve, I can't help anyone else if I'm not in good standings with myself. If I'm not physically, emotionally, um, spiritually, financially balanced,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't help anyone else. So I've got to come to that place where, and number the one, one of the number one things I teach about is mental health. What mm-hmm. we think is everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when we're mentally,
1: emotionally, and physically balanced, then we, the financial parts figure it out, right? Because we can figure out how to go and do anything whenever we're balanced in those three. The spirituality just comes when you're completely connected in all areas of, of your health.
0: Well, Ken, that was great advice. And I know that there is going to be one specific woman who listens to this interview who says, "Uh, oh, thank you. So she's not going to worry about tomorrow and she's not going to regret about yesterday. She's going to be fully present and take on the opportunity and the responsibility to take care of herself so that she can move forward. Well, as we wrap up our time, because I respect your time, I just want to thank you so much for being a guest today, looking ahead into the future. There, I believe completely that we are human beings and and we are meant to grow and develop and nurture and be nurtured. So, looking for you in your future, what is something that you feel that you would like to change or improve about you and your life that you think is going to be beneficial to you
1: can you Can you elaborate a little bit more?
0: I'm sorry right well, we... you know I've talked to some guests, I apologize that was a little long winded but you know, I think we're always um in the process of growing and changing because if we stay yes. where we are, right we're done right so when I look to the future, I might for myself might realize my, this is why, how I've gotten to where I am today, is I have to be more, like you said, fully present, more aware of who I am being today and what I am doing. So one of the things that I'm constantly working on is uh, being fully present when, with my child who now goes uh, to school from home. So this is a very different environment now. I work from home, she's at home, and we are still doing that little shuffle, (laughs) that little adjustment. And so for me, looking uh, ahead into the future is how can I continue to be present at home, especially when she walks into my space, and to not feel like, what do you need? (laughs) You know, to address her um, so that she has the attention that she needs so I can help her move forward, and then I can go back to my stuff. So for me, it's that, that juggling act of, you know, working with my child from home and working from home. So some people tell me that they need to um, pr- better prioritize. Some people tell me that they need to work on their health because they're not as healthy as they want to be. So for you, what is what would you like to change or improve moving forward that's going to help you?
1: I would like to be a little bit quicker about letting go of what was. So I move very quickly in business and um, transformation and changing. And I'll give you an example. So I, I held on to the hair and nail business, even beyond, like it was, it's kind of still there. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, it's really hard for me because there's still a few people coming and there's, you know, there's the clients are still there and they're still wanting it, but I've moved beyond it. So it's, I would like to be able to move a little quicker away Mm. from what's not, not serving. And I find the exactly what I'm saying in the book is what I use for all parts of my life. It's like coming back to presence and unveiling what's the story that's keeping me there. You know, what's the fear, what's the doubt? What's the what's keeping me the keeping me from letting that go? How can I navigate through that and then create what it is that I want to bring in and then let that go.
0: Well mm. oh, that was beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is part of what makes this show so real, is my guests being willing to be open and vulnerable. And I know that you have um, shared some ideas and tips that other women are going to really relate to. So, Kim, going back, before we wrap up our time, uh, do you have any favorite quotes that you like to use or any specific resources that you would like to put out there for everybody?
1: My favorite quote or resource... I love the poem by Marianne Williamson in Return to Love. That's um, one of my favorites about not shrinking so that other people mm. won't be uncomfortable. That was a um, a big game changer for me. Um, and like part of the book was like the naysayers on the outside and um, actually being concerned with what I'm doing in the ring, not with the audiences thinking or feeling or judging um, about where I'm going forward. And I would probably say, be Here Now.
0: Mm. Be Here Now. Well, I'm going to make sure I put these up on the show notes, uh, and you can make sure you let, give me the correct spelling of the author's name for that poem, and Be Here Now. We're going to add that up. Well, Kim, I want to thank you so much for being a really great guest. You're very inspiring, and I can't wait to catch up with you maybe in a year, see where exactly this new online coaching uh, platform is taking you. We can't hear wait to hear more about your um the success of your book, who knows, maybe next year you'll be an author of two. What do you think?
1: Hey, there we go. Ready. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Rhonda. It was very exciting with you.
0: Well, thanks. We have to think big and dream big. And everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.